0: Alright, hello everyone and welcome into the Geek Garage podcast, the most inclusive and accessible nerd culture audio program on the interwebs. I am your host, David Assaw, and joined with me, as per usual, is my sexy and sultry co-host, Zach Wills. How are you doing, Mr. Zach Wills?
1: I'm sick.
0: Like, yeah? I'm playing gotta... injured.
1: I'm playing injured, David.
0: Yeah. Um, well... That that sucks. It's it's been a while since we've uh we've done a podcast together.
1: I know. Well you dumped it's, me for your wife been, and yeah. I'm I'm, a, willi- I'm willing I'm willing to come back, even though you betrayed me.
0: Well, I, I appreciate it. Hey, it was only because you're not up to date on all the Marvel shit and uh you know you haven't watched Hawkeye yet, which I get it. It's cool. You know, you're a little behind and that's why we're doing the marvelous adventure. Yeah. No, not I get it. Doing, that's totally fair. We're not doing one of those episodes this week. It's, I think it's coming either. Maybe we next need to,
1: week. we need to pick back up on it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I think we have it scheduled for next week. It'll be the Avengers. So yep, yep. it'll yep, yep. be fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, today, uh, today we're talking about NFTs, should be fun, non, right? Non
1: non fatigable functionalities.
0: I don't think that's it. Yeah, that's pretty close. That's, that's I am downloading some N three Ps. No, nope, that's <laughs> not it. <laughs> I need uh, I need songs that work on two levels. What are the two levels? One is welcome to Scranton, and two is I love you. <laughs> <laughs> God, how long is it before it? This got to be a record
1: right for the first office reference
0: what oh we, uh, uh, about 35 like, seconds in
1: no you're yep.
0: like two minutes into the recording yeah all right well leave it to me i'm uh i'm the resident lunatic when it comes to the office <clears throat> um oh my god so did i tell you about the we hate phyllis facebook group that i joined <laughs> no i love <laughs> phyllis she was one of my favorites <laughs> I'm like, it is the best group ever. Like besides like the office deep tracks, uh, group, which is people like quoting like obscure references, uh, or obscure lines from the office. Mm -hmm. We hate Phyllis is just people dunking on Phyllis all day long. And it's fucking hilarious. (laughs) Like I joined, I was like, you know what? Phyllis ain't my favorite character. What's the harm in joining this group? You know, whatever. And, And I joined and Holy shit. Like every day people come up with new ways and reasons to hate. It's so fucking funny. (laughs) She was one of my
1: favorites actually of of all of them.
0: Yeah. She's a, uh, a low key sociopath. That's what I think. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Close your mouth, sweetie. You look like a trout. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, wow. If that's not calling the fucking, cut kettle pot black however that's that's fucking saying (laughs) um anyways so uh before we get started diving into our topic at hand um we were actually chatting about this the other day and i was like this would be fun to talk about on the podcast just as an aside and you were like okay we'll write it down so uh because i'm gonna forget and i was like okay and i did um (laughs) And it was, Mm -hmm. do you know what I'm referring to?
1: Nope. I'm trying to remember.
0: Um, I wrote down, have Zach talk about all the random photos he assigns to the contacts in his phone. (laughs) 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 Yeah. And this was prompted when I, I updated or not updated my, I didn't update my, um, my profile pic, but, um, it popped up in my memories from a long time ago but it was my eighth grade school picture and why would just you do classy. why would you
1: do that to yourself?
0: I don't know. Uh, okay, so I'm talking like I I was probably 125 pounds soaking wet okay. I had like this overly unnecessarily baggy Oxford button down Tasmanian devil money tie like it's dollar bills with or like hundred dollar bills with the tasmanian devil <laughs> like in you wanted at the, the fair presidents. exactly um frosted tips okay like i i like i'm the poster boy for the dudes that were into the backstreet boys because i'm, it look, was. I'm looking at it right um,
1: now it's so good
0: yeah uh and so you saw this and you're like this is going your contest. <laughs> i
1: do i do that i do that with a lot of friends and it cracks me up because i forget about it and then i'll get a phone call from them just out of the blue and then that picture pops up and i'll I'll laugh my ass off every time
0: yeah it's it's pretty fucking good no because i have no shame uh i I share those those kinds of old school pictures, but uh, anyways. So enough enough horsing around. Thanks, Zach, for getting us off track. You fucking asshole.
1: Well, I don't bring uh, anything else here. <laughs>
0: you bring the boys to the yard with your milkshakes, right?
1: <laughs> you got damn right idea, <laughs> bud.
0: My milkshake, my, my milkshake, my milkshake. Yeah, just do I that think that's
1: for how knows, just right? do that for an hour. That's good audio.
0: Yeah, yeah. That'll that'll bring all the people to the podcast. So um, what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about NFTs. Should you care about NFTs? Um, We, uh, so this has been a a pretty hot button topic as of late. Uh, Wouldn't you say there, Zachary, that's accurate?
1: Well, when a picture of a gorilla sells for more than you're going to make in your entire lifetime, yeah, I'd say (laughs) that it's going to get a lot of attention.
0: Yeah. Um, and it's funny because like with all the attention that NFTs are getting right now at this moment, you think that it's relatively new, but it dates back all the way to 2014. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that wasn't like a long time ago, but at the same time, like it it wasn't, (laughs) it's not like a year or so. Um, but yeah, we, you know, both you and I wanted to learn a little bit more about NFTs and what they're all about, <clears throat> and mm-hmm. we wanted to take that opportunity to then in turn educate our audience and listeners on NFTs uh, strictly from an objective standpoint. There's there's going to be some subjective opinion in there, uh, of course, but we we wanted to you know, regurgitate what we've learned from, uh, a a very objective point of view. Uh, right. Um, Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: So, so what we're going to try and do today is give you the, you know, the who, what, where, when, why of NFTs, um, you know, the, the, the five W's as it were, I guess. Um, and I, Zach, I know you did a little bit of uh, research. So, um, I guess we can go through these and where applicable, I guess you can drop in what, what you've discovered. Does that sound good?
1: <clears throat> That's fine with
0: me. I try to,
1: um, I do try to stay a little bit plugged in to the world of crypto and blockchain stuff. Um, I have a tenuous right, yeah. grasp at best uh, full disclosure. Mm-hmm. Um, I do invest in some um, cryptocurrencies Uh, so, so which which one
0: are you involved in?
1: I hold some, uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum and some of the other, to use a, a stock term, some of the other blue chip, uh, tokens or currencies you've heard of. Um, I, I don't actively trade them. I just buy them and hold them, uh, because I like the underlying protocols behind the projects. I Mm -hmm. think from what I've learned and not from what I know that they have some promise. And like I said, they are the most popular or the blue chip ones. Um, again, we're not going to give you any financial advice. None of this is financial advice. Um, Mm-mm. so don't take it as such. Um, but full disclosure, uh, I do hold some of what we might talk about, um, going forward. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a, a good idea to throw out that disclaimer is that none of this, what you're about to hear should be considered as financial advice. Like I said, it's, it's all going to be from a, uh, what we found from an objective standpoint. Um, you know, a lot of people uh, it's, I mean, NFTs are almost, or they are mimatic at this point. Like they're pretty easy to make fun of. If you look at them in a certain light, they are kind of ridiculous, but still like, you know, it, it's worth learning what they're all about. So you get the full picture, right?
1: Yeah. They are, um, they're here to stay and they're going to play a pretty active role moving forward and more of your life than you probably know, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that
0: later. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we're going to dive into the what's first. What, what? Okay. Um, (laughs) So that was yeah. that was stupid. That's what I'm a silly banana.
1: That's how you tell we're white.
0: Yes, exactly. With a very, very outdated <laughs> um, rap reference. There you go. Um, so when it comes to defining NFTs, NFT, what is, uh, Zach, do you want to try that again? <laughs> what does an <clears throat> NFT stand for? Yep. Non-fungible token. All right. And uh, the the non-fungible part, that refers to, my friend, the fact that by definition, there is only one in existence.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, if an asset is fungible, it can be swapped for another item within a category without changing its value. For mm-hmm. instance, if you trade one dollar bill for another dollar bill, you still have a dollar. That Correct. is the opposite of non-fungible. Um, so basically... You know the the whole thing is like you know you, it's like someone hands you the negatives to uh, a Tarantino film, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Here you go," but the the catch is that it's not a physical item; it is digital.
1: It is, um, yeah. It's it's a, that, it's, a what... ash, 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 it's a digital ash s ash. It's a digital a- ash. Digital asset, David, and and it's um it's issued on a <laughs> you're block. a digital asset, <laughs> and it's <laughs> and it's issued on a uh, it's issued on a blockchain, which is um yeah a term I'm sure everybody's heard. Like Ethereum is a blockchain. Like a lot of protocols and programs are built on the Ethereum blockchain, and that's a whole another mm-hmm. wormhole is how blockchains are probably going to change the way we exist without you knowing it but it's um it's right. permanent you can't replicate it you can't counterfeit it and the owner can prove uh that they own it so that's right. that's what makes an nft i guess an asset an ash an mm-hmm. ass hat
0: yes a digital asset mm-hmm. um yeah and i'm i'm glad you brought up the blockchain uh, and very naturally uh I, I might add so kudos on that um see i'm an expert yeah, and we didn't even rehearse this beforehand. So we're we're really into the fucking swing of this podcast here. I'm I'm so fucking proud of us. 2022 is coming up real strong.
1: 2020 you. you um so, oh. so so we talk about like what are we talking about when you like purchase an NFT? So like the ones that you've seen can be like digital art or it can be music or it can be sports events and we'll get in later of like how I think sports are going to play into the NFT world in like a major, major way. So mm-hmm. you've seen like crypto collectible NFTs, like the um, pictures of the apes. Um, I think of them as like trading cards. They're Like I said, they're, right. they're like minted on a blockchain, mostly the Ethereum blockchain from what I saw. Um, the data that I had yeah, but- was probably a little old, uh, to- so I, I don't know what other protocols... Uh, nfts are being minted on now but that's what i saw do we
0: want to do we want to give a little bit of background on uh quote-unquote the blockchain because i i have a couple notes because like diving into this i had a very abstract idea of what what the blockchain is was um but i i kind of did a not a deep dive but just like a a deep enough dive to where I could have a cursory knowledge and then regurgitate that.
2: Yeah, sure.
1: That other people. Yeah, sure. I, d- I didn't want to go yeah. too far one way or the other. I was trying to keep it as sure.
2: as narrow as possible.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So basically, NFTs and blockchain, like Zach, like you have illustrated this far, they kind of go hand in hand. Like they're you know like Forrest Gump, like peas and carrots. Um, and you, you can't have one without the other. And the idea of the blockchain is meant to replace the traditional bank that we've all grown to know. Um, and it's essentially a way to exchange money between two people without the use of a bank. Um, so, you know, give you a scenario, uh, Traditionally, if you wanted to purchase a computer from Best Buy, you would drive to the store, you'd pick out your computer, you'd pay for it using your debit or credit card. Um, Then it would be up to um, the bank to let Best Buy know whether or not you had the money to pay for your new computer. However, with the blockchain, Transactions are done on a more like quote unquote crowdsourced level. Uh, That's kind of what my understanding is. And with a large collection of public computers, um, the transaction goes into this public record where like all the transactions are kept track of. Um, And if person A does not have the money to pay person B, this large collection of public computers will automatically notice a discrepancy. So, you know, it's kind of the same idea of, you know, checking to make sure funds are available, but it's just using very different ways to go about that and different technologies. So, um, Zach, does does that kind of line up uh, at least partially with what you have found in terms Mm -hmm. of uh, describing the blockchain?
1: Yeah, in the simplest form. And I think the method... Uh, that you're talking about is more familiar to people who understand like Bitcoin and how it works. So when you mine a Bitcoin and it uses this cross check of thousands or millions of computers and they verify that it's Mm -hmm. good. And then that transaction goes through. But when you're talking about other protocols and other blockchain technologies, you got to understand that it's not just about mining these coins. And I'm using air quotes, coins or tokens. It's about Mm -hmm. what they're able to do with this technology, how fast and how efficient this runs in terms of things like not only images but like smart contracts money transfers and Mm -hmm. again this is like a whole nother wormhole that i am not nearly qualified to speak on about (laughs) how big corporations that you know are partnering with blockchain protocols to implement them they have been and they are now and they will be in the future so this is actually going to play a part in everybody's day-to-day life but in terms of like nfts you mint an NFT on a blockchain. The blockchain is like the highway or the source that you go to make this non-fungible token. Does that make sense? At least that's my understanding. So we're not just talking about confirming transactions of a cryptocurrency like Bitcoin. We're talking about making something on a blockchain.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, And that's actually an excellent segue into the when of uh of NFTs. Um <clears throat> so the very first NFT was created on May 3rd of 2014 uh, by Kevin McCoy uh who is a digital artist and he minted uh the first first known NFT w- which was called Quantum and it's a pixelated oxy- octagon, excuse me, filled with different shapes that pulse in a hypnotic fashion. Kind of interesting. Um, And uh, fast forward to November 28 of 2021, um, just a few weeks ago, the one of a kind uh, art piece was sold for over $1.4 million um, in an auction. (laughs) So that gives you an idea of uh, that's... those are usually the stories that yeah. make the news, yeah. right? It, you ever, you ever like, walk into
1: a Spencer gifts and see that poster and think that's 1.4 million.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's, um, that's, that's why NFTs have become so laughable as of late is because these are, these yeah. are the the ones that make the news. Yeah. Um, so a lot of experimentation and development occurred between 2014 um, uh, you know up until recently. Uh, you know, Zach, you were speaking a little bit about uh, this earlier, where they kind of originated. So they were actually originally on uh, Bitcoin's blockchain. Uh, but a lot of Bitcoin users didn't really like the idea of um, the tokens living, on their blockchain, because that's not what it was created for. Mm. So, uh, you know, uh, in a very short period of time, still in like 2014 2015, it was moved to the Ethereum blockchain, just like you said. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's uh that's kind of where, um, it's where it's been and has evolved to, to today. Um, it's, I, I think Ethereum is, kind of the I guess the gold standard or you know where the majority of them yeah I think just by just by
1: virtue of being primary kind of like bitcoin was the first I think ethereum was like the primary for yeah nfts
0: right yeah exactly um let's see I have uh my wear up next um as far as like where you can get your uh your nfts yeah is there sure. anything uh that you uh, you want to add for to what i just said or maybe kick off the where portion because uh, i know uh, you sent me your notes and i saw that you had some uh some places on where you can go buy them
1: <clears throat> yeah so i picked out five of the top that I could find. And this was mostly from one video and I backed it up with like other sources. So it it pretty much tracks. So mm-hmm. for acquiring NFTs, um, I think first and foremost is OpenSea, um, like the most established marketplace on the Ethereum platform. Um, pretty riddled with scammers right now. <laughs> um, oh yeah. <laughs> f- from what I'm <laughs> gathering. Yeah. So ag- again, we're still in the wild west of this stuff. It's still such in its infancy. Um, yeah. So it, it, always use caution. But the um, number two behind that one was super rare. That's um, another Ethereum product. Um, it has Instagram-like posts outlining like any major development in the industry or any major sale by the artist on the platform. And it kind of helps mm-hmm. you stay uh, up to date with NFT activity. Next Hmm. on uh, my list, I had um, a platform called Rarible. You can create NFTs without any coding knowledge. Artists can create a marketplace for their NFT without paying any commission. Again, uh, watch out for scams on this one. And uh, when minting your own NFTs, uh, you can decide on a single or a collection um, what you want to make. So you can make a single NFT or a collection of NFTs. Um, you can decide your own pricing structure and initiate your own auctions. You can choose your own royalty that suits you. Uh, you do mm-hmm. of course have a fee associated and that allows you to collect on the, uh, secondary and the tertiary sales of your NFT. So for an independent artist, that might be a good, uh, a good choice. Uh, right. Solana Art uh, on the Solana platform, not Ethereum. Similar to OpenSea, operates in an open market sort of environment. Um, in it, uh, Next uh, and final, I have NBA Top Shot. And I know, I know I talked about sports events and like how that would play into it. Uh, Dapper Labs signed a licensing deal with the NBA to create an NFT marketplace specifically for iconic in-game moments kind of mm. like training cards. Uh, <clears throat> this, of course, got like it got a lot of attention from celebrities and athletes. I think Ashton Kutcher had his thumb in this one. Uh, great usability, from what I gathered, for the user you have to be, because you're going to have sports fans coming in, <laughs> potentially right. uh, trying to purchase NFTs. There's no mention of crypto or blockchain in the purchasing process, and you can use traditional fiat's. So just just working <clears throat> yeah. the way down. OpenSea super rare rareable Solana art and NBA top shot. As far as like market cap is concerned, were the top right. ones.
0: Yeah, the those were the ones that popped up for me as well in in terms of the most popular and widely used, widely accepted, etc. So yeah. Um let's see. Yeah, I actually one of the my favorite articles that I ended up coming across when I was doing my research was one from Nerd Wallet. I don't know if you've ever used Nerd Wallet before. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. But they, uh, after reading it for less than thirty seconds, I knew that it was going to be super reputable because it just read like a, an objective article like they they came at it from an objective point of view and i was like yes this is what i'm looking for is someone who's going to tell me the facts and you know not beat around the bush or any of that bullshit so uh, that's where that's where a lot of my uh, just as an aside is where a lot of my uh findings came from um let's see
2: uh yeah
0: just looking through my, uh, my notes on the, the where portion of all this, and you kind of kind of covered it for the most part. Um, I have a, uh, so the who portion, who, um, who can create NFTs and who Mm -hmm. can purchase NFTs. So Mm -hmm. I guess pretty much anyone can create an NFT, right? I mean, I read, uh, one of the, Articles I found it was about um, some of the uh, the best non celebrity NFT projects. When I found mm-hmm. that, I was like, "Yes, that's that is what I'm looking for." Um, one of them is uh, it's called Zombie Zoo. Um, Zombie Zoo bravely asked the question: "What if your childhood drawings never went on the refrigerator and instead lived on the blockchain, where they were bought and sold for thousands of dollars in Ethereum?" started by an eight-year-old boy in Japan who goes by the moniker zombie zoo keeper. Each zombie zoo NFT is a zombified interpretation of creatures across the animal kingdom, including, (laughs) but not limited to sea slugs, butterflies and koalas, which is exactly the type of tender imagination you'd expect from an eight year old. Um, This is wholesome as fuck. And I love it even though he is making a shit ton of money i i love this <laughs> um i uh, don't it's you know this is one of those things that you read and you're like what a brave new world we are living in
1: no kidding and as far as like the the mutation um ideal with an nft that started actually with the bored ape yacht club have you seen those mm-hmm. with like the, the apes who have like different characteristics they almost or look whatever
0: like- yeah, they almost look like the characters from the gorillas, the bands. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're kind of lanky. and yeah, yeah, very,
1: very, very much similar. I'm surprised I didn't put that together myself. So when, when you generate an NFT, it can be done so in a way that's random. So you can generate a set, like for example, the board Eight yacht club had a launch of 10,000 board looking apes and they could be wearing a hat. They could be smoking a cigarette. They could have sunglasses, whatever. But when you do something like that and you have this random generation of characteristics, some are Mm -hmm. going to be common. Some are going to be not so common. So the not so common characteristics of an NFT are going to generate rarity. It's engineered rarity. Mm -hmm. And theoretically, Value depending on popularity. Right. So the Board A Yacht Club, um, issued in May 2021 on a price of about 0.08 ETH, about 168 bucks at the time. Again, randomly generated qualities making some more rare than others. Unique um to the board ape yacht club holding. Uh it gives you access to a VIP area in the metaverse. It also accesses exclusive merch uh a floor price i think now of about at least of the article i read 33 ETH, okay. which whatever that maths out to it's a, a fucking lot
0: yeah that's that's quite a big jump from what would you say like 0. 0. 0.6 or 0. something
1: like 8 ETH, <laughs> about 168 bucks to 33 and in oh terms of it, well, we were talking about the mutation. So you could mutate your board ape NFT. The creators have developed something called mutate serum, which is what they called it. And when applied to your NFT, you can mint a completely new and mutated NFT. And it comes out looking like a zombie, like all creepy and weird. And it's it they're really cool. I like them a lot. The yeah, these sneak. Yeah, these ten thousand original mutated apes are combined with newly issued mutated apes that have been minted. So, a floor price on these, I think I read, is about four ETH. So, if you held a board ape before the issue of the serum, you could now mint one worth around twenty four thousand dollars with this. Wow, with this serum. So I'm not. Yeah, you said the kid the eight year old or whoever it was had this idea of like a mutant version of these animals. I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if this was the impetus of that. Right. But that was, that, that was crazy. Huh. Everybody, everybody's seen the board eight yacht club, right? That That's the one yeah. that's been purchased and it's almost turned into a flex. Like Steph Curry, I think was the basketball player that had one and it's his profile pick on social was the board ape NFT that he purchased so right. it's turning it's turning into kind of a flex aspect that that like adds it adds value. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's um I mean it, it all comes back to to that that thing of like we're so used to like traditional physical art that you can reach out and touch with your hands or yeah. or look at and you know it's like a physical piece of art. But in at the end of the day, it's just ones and zeros, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um and and that's that's what makes this shit so fucking weird. <laughs> um Yeah. I, but in in just in
2: a good way.
1: Just, I mean I mean, just to stress here, let, let me find this stat. Just to stress how popular it is and I guarantee you, well, I'm not going to guarantee anything, but my personal feelings are we're in a boom. We're in a a, quote bubble and this will even out eventually. But NFT trading volume has gone from 13-ish million dollars in the first half of 2020 to 2.5 billion dollars trading volume in the first half of 2021. Just as a reference of how much that's actually jumped. Again, this will eventually even out but 13 million to 2.5 billion trading volume is mind-blowingly drastic did i lose you yeah
0: no okay. <laughs> i'm i'm wrapping my head around that okay
1: the it's the point i'm trying to make is i feel it's here to stay. It's going to even out eventually, I feel. Right. But you have companies like Nike who are acquiring uh, companies that produce like digital art and these experiences. And you have Samsung announces that its smart TVs will now be compatible with NFTs, wherein the viewers can view and purchase and sell NFTs. And they're also creating a digital store in Decentraland, which is its own discussion. The point <laughs> the point I'm making is they're not going anywhere and from right an investment standpoint, I guess tread lightly, but there is opportunity there.
0: Yeah, that's what I gathered once again from an objective standpoint uh, when it comes to investing or looking at NFTs as an investment. Yes, technically they, they are, you know, uh, they, they can be looked at as an investment or you can buy them hoping that they will, um, you know, increase in value. But Zach, like you said, they're so new and it's, it's so, you know, like they say, volatile, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's, they're in in their infancy and there's just so uh so much volatility to it that you don't know what's going to happen um very unpredictable so getting into it strictly to invest might i mean unless you know what you're doing um
1: yeah, but it's it, it's 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 definitely risky. You really got to understand what you're doing. I recommend that you do a lot of research more than I'm going to do because I don't see myself investing in anything like this at least at this yeah. stage just because it's too it's too much. It's too volatile. And there's too many scams and it's too risky mm-hmm. for me. But like I said, I do buy cryptocurrencies, but I don't see myself getting into NFTs right now. Now, yeah, I do believe that it's not going away. I do believe it is missed opportunity, not only in the form of art, but in the form of real estate and land in mm-hmm. certain um, uh, blockchain gaming protocols, uh, like Decentraland, The Sandbox, uh, Axie yeah. Infinity, things like that. You can purchase yeah, land. Up. You can purchase land in those verses. I mean...
0: Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, that's a whole other wormhole we could go down.
1: a whole other wormhole. And I personally feel that NFTs are going to make their biggest footprint in not only digital art, but gaming and sports. Mm-hmm. I think those are yeah. going to be the biggest footprint. That's just yeah. my guess. That's a straight up guess.
0: I mean, that's where it's at least trending right now that. You know, th- those seem to be the most popular sectors is, you know, the arts, um, you know, owning like a, m- a music video or like a-, a clip of music or a whole song, yeah. um, you know, uh, digital baseball cards. Uh, it's, or yeah, whatever uh, there's, you know, yeah, it's, it's crazy what they they've managed to, to do with this kind of stuff. And, um, one thing, that uh, this was a, a an article that I, I found not too long ago. And I, I think you and I were c- kind of going back and forth on this um, agreeing uh, with each other. But it was some guy who was like talking shit about NFTs um, and he was some old fucker. And my <laughs> response to this article was like, yeah, God forbid a bunch of young people become wealthy and have money for a change. Because, mm-hmm. th- you know, this guy, he w- he was just like. Oh, like NFTs are bullshit and they're, they're stupid and who would do this and blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, yeah, God forbid. Like, you know, people our age actually have some fucking money to their name and not be buried in massive amounts of debt. Like (laughs) let, let young people who no one knows who they are, make digital art. So A-list celebrities can go out and buy them and give them some of their money so that they don't uh, have to shop at 7-Eleven for their groceries.
1: The world is going to be dragged into this kicking and screaming. It's <sighs> happening. The blockchain is going to change the way we live. I sincerely believe that. You mm. can fight it all you want. It's it explaining it just... Try to define the metaverse, which is another term you've probably mm. heard if you've dipped your toe into this world at all. If you Trying to describe the metaverse is like existing in the 1970s, trying to explain what the internet is. <laughs> it literally, yeah. you can't explain it to someone because it's not defined yet. But I guarantee, and I would place everything on it, that the concept of the metaverse is going to change the way we function as a society, blockchain technology integrated into this one, I guess I'm not going to use the term singularity, but how it functions like with the internet and the way cryptocurrency is integrated into that. Mm -hmm. It's going to change the way we exist. It's going to change the way businesses function. It's going to change the way we interact socially. It's going to change gaming. A multi-billion-dollar industry, for yeah. the better. That's going That's only gonna get better. I'm not a gamer, but I'm excited for the people that are because it's gonna get crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Virtual and augmented reality gaming is about to get fucking nuts. Like, if it wasn't as if it wasn't nuts already, like this is just going to send it into the GD stratosphere. It's it's um, gonna get, it's
1: gonna get wild.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, this good opportunity to bring it kind of full circle, uh, with the why the final, final W, uh, of, of this is the why, and, you know, why purchase NFTs. And we've kind of already gone over, you know, a lot of this, but, you know, like purchasing NFTs, you know, it supports all kinds of different artists and content creators. Um, you know, and if you're really, uh, into the idea of purchasing an NFT sometime soon down the line, like go find uh, one that's on like a very popular blockchain, like Ethereum, but maybe someone that's lesser known, like go find an NFT. That's like a hundred bucks or 200 bucks and buy that shit. Like there's that shit is out there. Um, you know, it's not just these multi million dollar purchases. Um, you know, that, that kind of shit is, is out there. Um, you know, and get into it. If you want to do a little bit of investing, you know, um uh, hold on to your NFTs for a while and, and see what happens, you know, could be, I guess. Uh, could, uh, I'm, could, could I'm be not going to ride.
1: I'm not going to tell you to do anything. Cause it's, it's, it's too much in its infancy for me. I mean, oh yeah, I, all the, all this, the creators that just like keep coming at like, I get like if you were within the first, like few the handful. Okay. Those are going to be around, but the influx that's going to be coming into the market is going to mm-hmm. be insane. And for me, yeah. I'm going to have to see it even out a bit.
0: Yeah. That's, that is 100% understandable for sure. I'll I
1: tell you one demographic I wouldn't be too afraid to get into would be the sports related NFTs, like the great sports moments. Sure. Yeah. But, but I can only imagine the price on those and the money you would have to have to invest mm-hmm. in like the the Super Bowl, for example, if they capture and produce NFTs for each Super Bowl or the NFC AFC championship football games or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. I, I can only imagine the price that those are gonna fetch. Yeah, it's it's not going to be for the average person.
0: Yeah, I I kind of imagine like if if so when people become like connoisseurs and collectors of NFTs, I imagine like walking into someone's like giant fucking house, and instead of like, you know, your traditional like big canvas prints on the walls of families, you have a tv that's rotated uh <laughs> vertically instead of horizontally and it's just it's cycling through <laughs> yeah and it's just dis- uh, no just a still image and it's just that that and it, one of their nfts and their hallway is just lined with these tvs or these monitors that yeah. that are displayed and like i i don't think there's anything wrong with that uh i i like i said brave new world
2: Is it something
0: that I'm going to do anytime in the near future? Fuck no. Cause I'm a a broke guy with kids. Um,
1: I just have this mental image of this young kid who financed a Lamborghini somehow and just screenshot a bunch of different NFTs on his phone and put them on a TV. And he brings somebody back to his apartment and it's just cycling through all the, those are my NFTs. You know, these are, these are all my NFTs. (laughs) Right. That's my gorilla. Yeah.
2: (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that that's that's definitely one of like the mo- more humorous parts of nfts is like oh what's someone from uh what's stopping someone from like right clicking and saving the image it's like nothing but if you buy that <laughs> you're a fucking idiot because <laughs> you obviously <laughs> didn't
1: know what you were talking about
0: yeah yeah it's a it's a it's a funny thing um like I said, uh, it's not something that uh, I'm going to get into. It doesn't sound like you're going to get into it any uh, time in the near future, but uh, I'm definitely going to keep my uh, my eye on it, my ear to the ground, uh, to see where this is heading, because I am interested, to say the very least. Obviously, because we're doing a fucking podcast episode on it.
1: I'm I'm interested in all of it. Like I said, I have a tenuous grasp, at best, on how... Mm-hmm blockchain protocols work and how the metaverse is going to go and all these gaming protocols and stuff like that but it's it's so interesting it's definitely going to change everything
0: yeah agreed um Mm. shall we get into our shit that doesn't suck segment good sir yeah boy yeah let's do it
2: shit that doesn't suck
0: Something you you want me to go first? Uh let me get mine out of the way. Uh the wife
1: started watching, I guess, a new season of this show that I forgot I liked called Search Party. If you haven't okay. watched that one, check it out. Search Party. Yep. And I was where... uh I don't know. I don't know where it is. Um Google. Okay. it But it was a good show. Um it has uh Maybe from Arrested Development. She's one of the main characters. Oh, okay. And I think Ted the character from how i met your mother i don't know actors names is another one of the main uh, characters
0: looks like it's on hbo max
1: yes very good show i'm uh, yes. i've caught i've caught her yes. i've caught her uh, watching a couple episodes and i'm like man i really need to go back and mm-hmm. rewatch i think it's season 4 now but um and also okay uh your boy got Into a couple of adult beverages and started swiping on TikTok as I'm want to do, and I found this band called Dury, D-U-R-R-Y. Okay. And for some reason, I just liked it, and I had an extra twenty bucks, and I bought a T-shirt that I'm anxiously awaiting in the mail (laughs) of theirs. (laughs) So it's a T-shirt from this band. Yeah, yeah. They had a a TikTok video of, of a song they made, and I just for some reason I was just feeling it real hard. Uh, All right. Dury D U R R Y. Find them on TikTok. It's a, uh, it's a good time. It, it reminds me of the music that I listened to. Like when we were, you know, 16. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll check them out. Um, I've definitely had a few bands like that where I just like, it's instant imprinting where you're like, uh-huh. you hear it and 10 seconds in, you're like, I am going to wear this shit down <laughs> like it's nothing like i'm going to listen to this until i fucking hate it and then i'm going to it's kind of come full circle and then i'm gonna love it to death again mm-hmm. um
1: well my thing that's, was uh,
0: i was like i just felt
1: so strongly for these two it's a brother sister duo okay yeah, and uh, I just like their stuff so much, and they had a link. It was like merch, and I'm like, I've i gotten too fat for all my shirts, so I'm like, I'm going to buy a shirt. <laughs>
2: <so.">
0: <laughs> did uh, did the the Stanley Secret Weapon shirt fit you by chance?
1: No, it did not.
0: It didn't? No. Is it too small? It is,
1: I and that happens with oh, those...
0: Oh, wh- no, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no,
1: I typically wear a large in most things, but I think the white tees run small, mm-hmm. especially if they're all cotton and you, you wash, uh, it, you wash them and they just shrink up on you. You know what I mean? But this one was just yeah. like tight. Like the one I'm wearing now, this, this, um, prancing pony Lord of the Rings inspired is a large. And if it it's fine, okay. but that one for some reason was just like, you
2: know, yeah. sucked um, up to me.
0: That see. That's the thing about those. Um, is so that I sublimated them the those shirts that I sent you and mm-hmm. you can really only sublimate on high poly count stuff. So that's like 100% polyester. Is it?
1: Um, yeah. Well, and for you know, some poly- reason, dude, it, maybe it's like a Chinese yeah, it's, large because it's like super tight. Yeah.
0: Um, maybe you'll, you'll have to get some shirts and be like, yes, these fits properly and then mail them to me. And then I'll maybe I'll do that. Shirts. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, That'll be the best bet. Um, But anyways, my shit that doesn't suck is, um, so I I got a couple actually. Um, So I lifted my own personal moratorium on horror movies uh, a couple weeks ago. I guess it was uh, New Year's Eve. I decided to just be like, boop, uh, more horror movies, please. Because, you know, I watch a shit ton during the month of October And so much so that I just every year once November hits, I'm like, all right, uh, no more horror movies for a while. And, uh, usually a couple months off is, is good enough. So I decided to binge watch a a bunch of stuff that I had, um, I had on my, uh, my watch list and my queue and a couple of stuff I picked up from McKay's, but my favorite by far was a movie called before I wake, uh, by one of my favorite directors, um, uh, Mike Flanagan, he's uh, you know the guy that did Doctor Sleep and Midnight Mass and the Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. Uh, but it, I just I cried buckets. Like I have never watched a horror movie that like frightened me, but mm-hmm. also turned me into a just a sopping mess at the very end. I was like, it's just yeah. this guy knows how to write a fucking movie. It, it, there's mm-hmm. just no way around it. Um, so yeah, definitely check that out if uh, you're into horror movies that also tug on your heartstrings, um, kind of a weird combination, but also makes sense. Um, another thing that I, uh, I just watched, uh, is, um, the, the final 007 movie with uh, Daniel Craig, no time to die. Um, finally got a chance to catch up with that and that was pretty good. Um, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. In case, uh, uh, you know, there's never any spoilers for our shit that doesn't suck segment, but yeah, it was pretty good. I liked it. I, I thought it was a uh, pretty good send off for, uh, Daniel Craig as 007. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I dug it a lot. Um, uh, anyways, uh, what else Zach? we got? We got anything else before we, uh, put a pretty little bow on this.
1: No, I do the same thing with Hamilton though, that you did with that horror movie. I was watch it, uh, cry watching, like a little bitch. Ah, watching it again t- today, and uh, as soon as they were doing the ending scene, I was you know standing and crying and clapping in front of my TV. <laughs> <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Um, can't can't uh, get
0: en- and,
1: can't get uh, enough of that one.
0: Yeah, Hamilton is is fucking good. Have you um, watched uh,
1: Encanto yet on Disney?
0: No, but I've heard nothing but wonderful things. About
1: you can it. tell. Who wrote that music?
0: Same uh, style, Lin same. Manuel Miranda.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Oh, Lin. Guy.
0: Yeah, you know, the first time I ever heard of him or saw him in anything was the show House. You remember the show House?
1: Yeah, of course. I, I watched that a few times. But was he just like a an ancillary character?
0: So he uh, he was around for I want to say maybe. four, four or five episodes. Um, not for a whole season, but, uh, it was, I guess, spoiler alert for people that haven't watched house, I guess. Um, it was the episode or the, the season that, uh, it was one of the last seasons and it opens up and he's in a, uh, a mental institution because he, he had to check himself in, uh, because of events from the prior season and Lin Manuel Miranda's character is one of the uh the the patients that is also in the the mental care facility and uh they strike up a kind of a weird friendship but yeah it's uh it's it's fun um and he has of course like wrapping parts <laughs> that they managed to fit in there
1: so <laughs> you got to
0: yeah. I mean, they're like, I mean, we can't have Lin-Manuel Miranda in house uh, or in anything and not have him like sing or rap or whatever. So, uh, yeah, that was, yeah, a little off topic, but whatever. Fuck it. None of this matters. Fuck it. Um, yeah. All right. Well, thank you listeners for tuning in. I hope you learned something. We sure did. Nah. Uh, and it was a, it was, <laughs> uh, fuck your mother. All right. Um, But, uh, yeah, uh, go, go do all the things that we normally tell you to do, which is subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't already leave us a rating and review, you can now do that on Spotify as well as Apple podcast and Stitcher, uh, Spotify is super fucking easy. Just search for the podcast and way up at the top, um, there is a a place where it says rate this podcast or some shit like that. And you click on it and you give us five stars and nothing, nothing below five stars, or I will come and take a shit on your porch. There it is.
1: God.
0: There it is. That, that, that's what will happen. Um, feel free to subscribe to our Patreon. If you'd like to throw us a couple bucks, um, it is not free to do this podcasting thing that we do. Uh, We love doing it, um, but we would also love for it to make money uh, so that we can put money back into the podcast to make the show better for you guys. Um, So feel free to do that if you are feeling so inclined and generous. Uh, And that'll be it. As always, be kind, stay geeky, and eat lots of cheesecake. Bye!
1: Praise God. (laughs)
0: I was expecting your usual love y'all. <laughs> praise <laughs> Praise Jesus. Today is a great day to kill God. <laughs>